Hey guys, welcome back to the Elevate Podcast, a show where we bring you impactful insights, guest interviews, success stories, and much more. Make sure to stay connected on v3u.com. We're your hosts, Axel York and Eric Corbridge. Guys, make sure to check back with us regularly, stay up to date, get insider tips, really learn what it takes to get yourself to the next level. Follow us at V3Sales on the gram. And as always, remember, stay elevated. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, today we have a, a special guest, Jake McNeil in the house. Welcome, welcome Jake McNeil. Welcome to the show. Pleasure to be Great here. Great to have you. Yeah. So, guys, we, we wanted to bring Jake on, um, special guest on the show. Um, a couple things we want to cover today, but first of all, uh, for those of those of you guys that don't know Jake McNeil, um, Jake McNeil is the manager of the Eldorado Hills office, but doing a great job. Um, I, I want to know a little bit about your background, Jake. I, I want to know, number one, how'd you get involved with V3? Yeah, that's an interesting story. Uh, Alec Nethercott's the short answer. You know, he basically nice. recruited me. Uh, my wife and him worked together and, uh, you know, it was interesting because when he first approached me, I, I just heard solar and sales, and I, heard, I, I told him straight up, I said, you know, I'm not interested in going around asking people to spend $40,000. Yeah. Like, you know, if that's, if that's what you're going to ask me to do, I'll tell you right now, save your breath. Mm -hmm. And then he, he actually, he pitched me, right? He, he told me exactly what we're accomplishing here. And uh, I was really intrigued by the vision. And so that's why I first got involved in V3. That's great. Nice. Was that your first exposure to sales? Like, what were you doing prior to that? Um, I have a, a, a past. I did a number of different things. I actually went to culinary school originally. Really enjoyed that. I think I've always been in, like, a people industry. As far as sales go, um, I did mortgage for about two years when I was straight out of high school. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed it. Very similar uh, concept here. You know, I, I enjoyed finding ways to improve people's quality of life. You know, it was right. more of a yeah. consultation type environment, um, finding programs or, or things that w would improve somebody's financial situation. I really enjoyed that part of it. Um, so this was kind of natural for me once I got into it. That's nice. great. Great. Um, and then just what, what, have you, what have you learned here uh, in, in V3 that's really helped you out in other aspects? So. Uh, yeah, it could be it could be in sales, it could be in leadership, it could be w whatever it is. What's what's parlayed really well into your personal life <clears throat> and really helped you out? Yeah, you know, this job is interesting because it really forces you to become something more than you are when you get here. Like no yeah. one succeeds as the person they are when they first arrive. Um, you know, a big part of the culture here is the personal development. It's the mm -hmm. audible. It's, st it's stuff that I had no exposure to previously before coming here. And so a lot of it is like just awareness, right? It's, you don't even realize that you're on autopilot or that there's little decisions you're making right. on a day-to-day -day basis that are, are having mm -hmm. huge impacts on your quality of life. Um, you don't realize how much time you waste doing certain things. Um, one concept that really helped me it's a fundamental you know core here is is extreme ownership yeah you know when i first read that book it was sobering you know because mm. I, I at first you're thinking i'm going to apply this to my job or my industry sure but then you start realizing like all the stuff 
that you've done in your own life that totally. you aren't taking responsibility for. So mm -hmm. that really helped me in my personal life. I had to have more of an eat that frog mentality, take ownership over the things that maybe I've been procrastinating on in my own personal life. And uh, if I wasn't happy with this, that, or the other thing, I had the power to change it. So that was kind of the exciting thing about that concept. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's something that is now a staple, you know, in my personal life that I try to apply that principle. And I've seen a huge impact just on my quality of life, yeah. my relationships with, you know, my kids, my wife, uh, and my, my friends outside of work as well, because uh, you're not pointing the finger, right? Like, oh, yeah. you don't call me, you know, Absolutely. enough totally. as a friend or whatever it is. So um, that's really helped me. Yeah. Um, I, I got a, I got a, did you want to say, I got no. a question for you, Magnil. So um, obviously we have a lot of reps, a lot of new people coming into the organization. And when they start, it's, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's easy to look at this as a, as a job, right? Like, hey, I've come in, I got hired, I got interviewed, and now here I am working for V3 as a company, right? right. And um, with the amount of reps that we have today, some people can feel like, hey, this is just my, this is my job. You know what I mean? For, for you, when, when did it become, uh, when was that, that, that moment that it clicked or where your eyes were open, <clears throat> where it was like you had the epiphany that, no, this is not just a job. This is actually something I could make a career out of. Yeah, I think the first moment for me was when I was a rep and I, I figured out that I could actually do this. Like I nice. could be successful at it. Uh, the big thing was is, is, you know, again, coming in through Alec, I think I had a different expectation of what this job was initially. And I thought that I could do this uh, without buying in. Mm, yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. I could do this a different way. I could be part-time. I could have my own business. That always I works out well, doesn't totally, it? <laughs> totally. I made <laughs> a killing, time. let me tell you. Every time. So, uh, you know, I personally, and I, I fall on this sword, I fought knocking for a really long time. Like, mm. I networking. just, I just sure. yeah, networking yeah, and this, that. Way. Don't tell me flyers. No, don't, don't I didn't say that do word. flyers. Okay. I didn't do flyers. I thought about it, though. <laughs> Um, no, I, I had a lot of connections in real estate and stuff from previous sure. uh, jobs, and I thought that I'd be able to work it that way. And it, it did get me some business, but the reality is that I was just not, I wasn't successful. And I couldn't prove to myself that I could predict the outcome. Right. Um, and I remember I finally just one day, I was like, all right, I give. Like, I'm just going to go out and I'm going to knock doors. And I'm just going to, I'm going to prove that this doesn't work. That was mm -hmm. really what yeah. I said to myself. And so I'll never forget, I, I got a new hire who came through orientation, and, and I think you asked me, hey, yeah, can he just go follow you around for a couple hours, get, show this you. guy how to, how to knock? And I thought, all right, that'll keep me accountable. I'll, I'll go out. So I went to my area, and this is right when I had first made the decision I'm going to actually do it. I'm going to follow the routine to try and get the results. And uh, I'm, I'll never forget, I walked down this driveway. There's a gentleman sitting in a, in a lazy boy out in the, underneath the, the awning. And he meets us halfway. And next thing you know, I'm talking, hey, do you pay the bill? Are you the owner? No, my mom is. She's right here. She comes out, $750 bills. Wow. Uh, absolute lay down, 21 kilowatt system. Wow. You know, and I just remember like, oh. Eyes open. Like, they were literally just waiting, waiting for me to show up, and that in was their the recliner, sale. And in their they lazy were boy on the patio waiting for and you. And they were the nicest people. They genuinely needed it. They needed mm. the savings. Like it was just a win-win-win all around. And all I had to do was just go and that. do it. And so from that moment forward, I was a believer. You know, yeah. I mean, it's easy to say when you get a deal, but 
um, you know, it was just the fact that it went according to plan. I just, mm -hmm. I got the results that were promised because I went out and did what I yeah. was supposed to do. Yeah. And that was really just a mental switch. Like I had gone out and I had knocked before, but I didn't get those results because I, I hadn't bought into the idea that that's what I was supposed to be doing. So it just came across in what I was doing out there. Totally. That's great. Is it a real aha moment for you? Yeah, Sounds you like. could, something like that. <laughs> eye-opening, if well, you will. Well, yeah, it's eye-opening. It's, it's changing. It's, it's, you know, it starts the trajectory of your whole yeah. career here at here at v3 you know and and there's there's those moments throughout you know you've had in your career and, and figuring out hey now i can man i believe this like i can actually go out and and sell and yeah i don't know did that did that help you to kind of feel more more like you were working with v3 rather than working for v3 you know what i mean yeah what, what was that moment where yeah. like as a as a new rep where you really felt like like i'm not working for the company, but I'm actually yeah. helping to build, build it, yeah. the company. Yeah, well, and that moment helped me a lot because I, I realized that what I had accomplished was something I could repeat, like it was sustainable, sure. right? And so that helped me buy into the idea that I could make a career here. Mm -hmm. But the real shift for me when I realized, like <clears throat> I took ownership over the company being, you know, mm -hmm. mine, so to speak, was at the, the first leadership retreat in South Lake Tahoe a couple of yeah. years ago. Um, at the time the, you uh, were in ASM? I was an or? assistant manager, but I was struggling. Like yeah. I just, you know, I hadn't learned as much as I needed to at that point to be a good leader. Like I just hadn't mm -hmm. developed to that point, but I didn't know that yet. But when mm -hmm. the, the topic was on uh, good to great and the yeah. five leader, uh, five, a uh, level five leader, excuse me. Sure. And then also extreme ownership. And I hadn't read the <clears> book yet. So it was, you know, mm -hmm. eye opening to see that it was, you know, it was a good combination. These are the attributes you need to have, and then extreme ownership let you know you're not there. Yeah. <laughs> you're not there, you're not even close in some of these areas. And so, again, it was a sobering moment. And, uh, but that's when I realized the company, you know, V3 is behind everyone here, and they want everybody mm. to succeed and share in the success. Yeah. And, and that investment, that was the first major investment that I had been a part of where the three invested in the leadership or the people to to make them more successful and so like having that sense of reinforcement and backing like they're going to give you the tools and resources that you need <clears throat> to get this yeah uh, you just got to be on board and 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 get on for the ride and and good things are going to happen so that was kind of the moment when i felt like we're all in this together yeah sure uh formed better relationships with you know the other leaders in the company and it was less me uh, me versus this guy or you know right competitive kind of it yeah. was more we're, we're all more pushing to the same player. goal here yeah. yeah so that was a big moment for me well, that, that's, that's awesome. interesting like you know and and it, I don't know, it, it's almost a catch 22, but it, it's hard to realize until you actually start doing it. But actually, and, and to your point, right? And in, in a sense is what you're saying is like, the more you give, the, the more that's invested back into you, right? So, so by the time you hit that point, you had already invested, you know, the time, the energy, you'd made the commitment to reach this point of assistant manager, which isn't that, I mean, that's not an easy, task right, right? That, that's right. that's yeah. a lot of a lot of people right now listening to this are working towards that yeah um you know and, and that was the kind of moment for you where you you know the the veil was kind of lifted and you're like oh no they're like v3 
is going to reciprocate and not just reciprocate, but actually add more oh, right yeah. to, to your development. Yeah. Once you show that little I, glimmer or flicker of. Yeah. Right? There, there's a point where you can't see the forest through the trees, so to right. speak. Right. And you just don't have that vision yet to see kind of what this is. And I think that overall it's easier now with the path to leadership and the, and the things we have, but you know, a couple of years ago we were we didn't have, as much out. we didn't have as much clarity as sure. you know a young rep or leader in the company to really know what this opportunity was mm -hmm. and so there was a tendency to take it for granted mm -hmm. and you know when when we got to that point where we were at that retreat and subsequent you know leadership retreats that's really where I felt, at least for me, I got bigger picture vision that's where I got to hear people smarter than me talk about the mm -hmm. industry and uh, feel that confidence that, you know, leadership like a tool and Josh, you know, they know exactly what's going on. Their fingers on the pulse of this thing. Mm -hmm. They're, we're in good hands. We don't yeah. need to worry about that. But you, you start to see what's possible for you individually within the company. And that's hard to see sometimes when you're just in the trenches, you know, grinding. Well, oh, and, yeah. and, and you think about, you know, you think about some, uh, you know, reps in training or junior reps, you know, they're listening to this and, and and figuring out about the company and if they really have their back, if the company's got their back. And, and yeah. it, you know, I, I remember in training new, new hires and new reps, if they showed their level of dedication, like, hey, I'm committed to this, doesn't it not make you feel like, hey, they're investing, I gotta, I gotta yeah. invest in them. Totally, yeah. you feel obligated to see that that person succeeds. Totally. Like, yeah. it is a really interesting kind of switch, you know, when you see somebody putting everything they've got into this, I mean, you can't help but root for them, yeah. you know? And even yeah. though, you know, as leaders, a lot of times our, our bandwidth is low, we will always find bandwidth because you just feel Absolutely. like you have to, right. you got to, uh, you owe it to, to them to, to give them every opportunity to and succeed. It's, yeah. it, I mean, great. a lot of times some of these reps might think, man, I'm annoying my manager by asking him so many questions or, hey, I'm getting this objection and how do you handle this and how do you get around this? And I keep, every time I get to this in my pitch, then I get shut down. Like, oh, I'll just, I just got to keep pushing through this and, and, and learn on my own. Um, uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but those are the reps that they call you up and they're like, you know, hey, yeah. I, you know, I usually tell that rep, hey, call me on your way home. They call me at, you know, 915 at night and they're like, hey, this is what I was getting today. How do you handle this? How do you yeah. get around it? And you're, you know, you're talking them through it on your way, on your way home after, after a long day of work, you know, and, and those are, I, I would, I would say to those reps, that's not, that's not the annoying part. <laughs> that's, not, that's not an annoying rep. No, no, you know no. What I mean, that's no, a rep no. that actually, it, it that you want to invest. Care. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so it's, it's, you got to have those questions. You got to come up with those, you know, those, those concerns. And, and the rep that scares me is that, you know, he, He's just quiet. Yeah. Doesn't say anything. It's like, or, or how's it going? Thinks, hey, I got this. Or yeah, I'm, or I'm the good. other side. Yeah, totally. I, I don't need yeah. any help. Yeah, I got yeah. this figured yeah, I got this, out. Man. I'll figure it like, out, no, no, no. man. There's, yeah. there's institutional knowledge here that, that you don't have yes. yet. Like, Correct. yeah. Right, right. So. No, I, I totally agree with you. I would rather have that, uh, that rep that's just thirsting for knowledge that understands I don't have this all figured out. Sure. There's a lot of successful mm -hmm. people here who have figured this out. And, and everyone's gone through the same thing. And so like, it doesn't hurt to ask, right? Yeah, like, totally. even though you can't, you can't necessarily uh, 
have that knowledge for them, you know, like giving right. them yeah, the yeah, answer yeah. isn't, isn't, you can't experience that's, it for them. Yeah. I mean, they're still going to have to go through it, but if you can help somebody shave three days off of an objection by giving them the answer and saying, Hey, this is okay. You lost that one door because of this objection. Mm -hmm. Here's how you answer it. And then they can put it into practice. Well, they get that, they get over that hump days or weeks earlier. Yeah. And then they don't lose the next dozen doors on that same objection. Right. And so, we can give people kind of the blueprint or you know a shortcut and some of these things but they got to ask yeah you got to ask and, and feedback so. is is gold here yeah you know and and if that means sending a recording to your manager at night Absolutely. for them because they can't be with Absolutely. you all the time yep. you, you got to get creative that's the thing mm -hmm. like you cannot approach this in a traditional think inside the box kind of a way mm -hmm. you really want to get good at this and you want to get through it quickly <clears throat> You gotta find some hacks. You gotta yeah. you yeah. gotta cheat the system a little bit. You yeah. gotta find a way to cram ten thousand hours of mastery into your first three months somehow. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. the way that's you gotta a look great at point. it. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, one of the biggest things there is just just putting in the time. You know, just don't. Yeah. Don't don't take the the shortcuts on things like that. That's so important as a as a new rep. It's just head down commitment. Yeah. and and grind it out right and then yeah. and then when the things and the thing is like those reps you know if there are you know those reps that think they're they're asking too many questions or or they're going to annoy you or whatever it is yeah. they're going to figure out so much of that stuff along the way yeah and and they you know it could be in the same day right it could mm -hmm. be like well how do i how do i answer this objection or how do i answer this question and it, you know they might figure it out that same day and they don't have to bring that to you and, and so right. then the things they bring to you are are the big roadblocks the big hurdles yeah. that they can't you know they can't overcome that they need the help on right yeah i, I like that point it's kind of like the law of attraction you know if, right. if they have sure. the mindset that i'm going to ask questions about what i encounter then they're already looking for the answers so they're mm -hmm. more likely to get them on their own right they go yeah. out and they have the objection they make a note okay i don't know what pioneer energy is mm -hmm. i gotta ask mm -hmm. my right. manager what that is three four five doors later they get the answer yeah. because they were looking for it and right. you're right sure. so then the stuff that they actually do bring to their manager is stuff that's legitimately going to mm -hmm. hold them back and we can help them with that like, totally uh, no manager is ever going to get annoyed with somebody who's trying to get better totally right? like, progress Never. that's just not yeah. going to happen 100 um, let me let me ask you um just changing gears here real quick unless there's some no yeah get on um what uh, what's something that you know now um that you wish you knew as as a new rep and 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 f like for me just to give you context here one of the things that comes to mind is um just just kind of offloading the tasks that don't don't need to be done. Like so, you know, I got to the point where I realized so much of my day was just filled with like busy work, yeah. and and realizing that like, well, hold on, this actually isn't that important. This stuff can wait. Like, this can get delegated. X, Y, and Z. I'm like, man, I wish I wish I would have had that, you know, that clarifying thought, yeah. that moment, like three years ago. I'd be so much further yeah. ahead. Mm. Well, what is that for you? Yeah, uh, that, that's a that good question. No, that's a great question because I think you could come up with a lot of answers like that. Like, oh, yeah, this would be the result if I. Sure. Mm -hmm. But for me, I guess it would be I wish I had put more emphasis on personal development earlier on mm -hmm. because then mm -hmm. I would have had the skills to figure this right. stuff out sooner. That's um, great. You yeah. know, it took me so long to figure out what I was bad at because I wasn't doing the investigating mm -hmm. work that I needed to. 
Yeah. So I would dump way more time into Audible sure. and uh, you know podcasts and things like that. Oh, um, yeah, like, like similar to this podcast. On, yeah, oh, that similar way. to this. Hey, hey. I wish they had something like this back in the day. You <laughs> oh, know? if only. Yeah. If only. We'd, so, we'd be much further along. Yeah, I think that would have shed more light on some of the things that I was doing wrong, like yeah. Yeah. Well, not the, being productive with my time and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, even you mentioning extreme ownership, right? Just right. taking that ownership of, of your shortcomings or yeah. whatever it is, that's, that's huge. Yeah. Well, in yeah. case in point, I think I was here for probably a year and a half before I read that book. So think of that, mm. all that time I wasted. Yeah. You know, I, I, the biggest regret I have is that I'm not sitting in Eric's chair because I didn't take this thing seriously for the first yeah. 18 months I was here. Right. That's the reality is I, yeah, totally. I'll you never get that in. time back. Sure. Well, that, that's funny you mentioned that because I, I have that thought, you know, all the time. I So not, not only do we have the company account for Audible, but I have like my own personal Audible account that I load with books. And, you know, I've just got I've got a couple dozen books sitting there, you know, and I, I have the renewed, you know, I get new credits every month and I just don't have the bandwidth between what we load into right. to the company audible and my personal audible to get through all these books. And I'm just like, man, I, I wish I had the time to just like sit here and listen to yeah. Yeah. all of these books. Cause, cause yeah. the, the, the way that I look at it and the way I encourage everybody to look at it is like, there's, there's nuggets in those books, like hidden in those, those pages, so to speak, or, mm-hmm. or in the minutes of that book that could just change your life and and you don't know what it is or where it's at yeah well it could kind of give you that that aha moment you know what i mean it's like whoa like where did that come from and then but but it's it's applicable stuff too you know Mm -hmm. what i mean it's it's actually yeah it's amazing to me how many you know you can read and it's like man i can tie this in man i can correlate this back to back to what we're doing or how i'm working or how i'm thinking or my mindset or right all these things that 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 kind of come up as you as you put yeah. more information into your, totally. if, your if brain. that's your focus like you can and i've suggested people on my team do this like read books that might not even seem super relevant but i mm. guarantee yep. you'll be able yeah. to pull wisdom Absolutely. out of those books Absolutely. just because of where your focus is i totally, totally yeah. agree with you. yeah well mcneil you've uh, recently you've you've made a big push um your, your personal production has gone up um, people have noticed that and, and recognize that as a as a leader, and that's uh, you know something that managers and leaders are trying to figure out. Oh, I got to spend enough time with my team and all yeah. that. Um, obviously, we're in tournament. You're in tournament mode. You've been in yeah. tournament mode. Um, it's looking like you're going to finish up in the top three. We got one week left of this tournament. Uh, Dante is is uh, definitely has a has a strong strong lead he's yeah. he's been thrown down hard yeah. um i will as take usual. i will take a minute and credit my my challenging him for his you know <laughs> yes everybody needs a villain yeah, i'm i'm dante's abs- villain absolutely okay? and and uh so yeah it looks like you'll you'll finish up in the top three yeah. what's kind of been your um obviously we have tournaments throughout the yeah. year there's you know three to four tournaments that we have they're big deal yeah. they're a big push um you know, how, how was your mindset coming into this uh, as opposed to maybe some other ones in the past yeah. or, yeah. Well, you know, the heist is unique. It's the first one we've done that's basically you versus you. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's pushing in your own personal abilities, you know, what you can accomplish. It's, it's objective based. So it's not, you're not, it's a little bit different mentally. You're not gearing up for like one week against this person or that mm-hmm. person. And you can kind of play up to their strengths or down to their level or whatever it might be. but. You know, before the the heist had started, I had already I'd been reading the dichotomy of leadership again, and just mm-hmm. you know, there's a there's a a point in there that 
resonates with me as far as you know having nothing to prove mm, but, but everything, everything to, to prove, prove. and mm. uh, that kind of got me and you know I'm at this point in my career where my skills are better than they've ever been right? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's undeniable yeah. every day that you're here you're better than the last day totally. so my pitch is more valuable than it's ever been my clothes is more valuable than it's ever been so I think about some of the things that I have accomplished in the past production wise and you know, I didn't even have I didn't have the skills that I have now. Right. So what would mm -hmm. that look like now, right? Yeah. And uh, so I was really curious to see what would happen if I put more focus on that side of the uh, of my business, if you will. And uh, I, I really wanted to lead my office. Like if I'm being yeah. totally, that was a goal from the beginning. Whether I won the whole thing or not, because there isn't really a winner, right, right, for overall points. But I wanted to, to lead my office in points. Um, so I set out with that mission, and I looked at what the objectives were, and I made a game plan. That's really awesome. what it boils down to. And it was really, really came down to you wanting that scooter. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big time. Starting that I've, scooter I've heard gang rumors, is a big yeah, priority. Rumors about a, a scooter gang. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is po full The next leather. podcast will be shot on location <laughs> right. as we go down Muscle Beach on the scooters yes. from the Ride, retreat. Riding uh, triples. That's uh, awesome. It's invite only into the gang, though, just so you know. Um, so if you don't get an invite, I'm sorry. You're not don't, quite cool Don't take enough. it personally. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's um, great. That's good to see. Good, good stuff. progression there. What what has that done for you as far as um, you know as as a leader in this office and as a leader in this company, you know pushing that personal production. What um, e either what benefit have you seen like directly recently as it relates to your team and and what do you think that's going to translate to or um, what do you predict that'll translate to you know weeks out yeah that's a great out. that's a great question because there is a little bit of unknown right like sure. what the butterfly effect would be from that but i i do know from my conversations with a lot of the my assistant managers you know i can see that their mindset is closer to my mindset now you know yeah, and yeah. That, you know the, the truth is that everyone has the ability to do this at any moment it's really just about where you want to put your focus right I can say for me, just, I mean, this is the part of the job that I love. Like, I like the sale. Yeah, I've always enjoyed absolutely. it. There's no better feeling than walking out of a sale, right. getting a bill or whatever it is. Right. And so this actually has made the job, quite honestly, more fun for me over the last few months. Yeah. Um, you, there's more enjoyment moments in your day. So the, just for me personally, I've seen that have an impact on my outlook, in my mood, in my mindset. Uh, but I definitely feel a lot of positive effects, you know, as far as it relates to the office. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, time will tell, right? We'll yeah, see what happens. Right. Yeah. Well, and, well, I mean, the way I look at it, too, and you probably look at it the same way, is that, you know, if, if you're a, you know, if you're a six, right? And, and um, how, how do you expect to create a 10, right? right? How do you expect to create somebody that could <clears throat> outsell you or outproduce you or, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and, and so it's it's um you got to be that person right we yeah. talk about leading from the front we talk about setting the example yeah. we talk about being that you know being that person on the top of the board um it absolutely makes a difference in the in the vibe in the culture and yeah and everybody like dang man he's what the heck are you doing how are you doing this you're you're managing an office and you're yeah. you know you got what 30 40 40 reps here mm -hmm. you know and it's like you, you you're doing all this and, and yet you're still you know you're still still producing and it absolutely has an effect and, yeah. and some of this stuff might happen in a little bit it right. might happen right away but th but they see it they feel it and and that um 
really i you know i think that draws back to our you know the, the culture and the vibe of the of the office yeah. and what what you bring in and what you know what i mean yeah yeah and, and i don't mean this i hope this doesn't sound like self-centered or anything like that but i i, I definitely believe that you know, when, when a rep comes into the building, you know, they're looking at people in a leadership role to see what does success look like in this yeah. company. And uh, unless we, as the top, you know, leaders, the sales managers in the company, if you will, mm -hmm. um, show assistant managers that a balance is possible, like we're the blueprint, right? I guess sure. is what I'm getting at. Unless yeah. somebody proves that it's possible, people will think that it's impossible. We talk about Roger Bannister was the first person to run, run the, the one minute mile, right? And then 33 people, I think, in the next 18 months ran a one minute Absolutely. mile. Or three minute yeah. mile, what is it? Three, three. three, three minute, minute mile. Yeah. One minute, one still minute working on that. Quick. Still working on that. <laughs> Somebody will uh, do it. But they'll, they'll get there. <laughs> they'll get there. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you set the and, bar. And so, you know, just that visual proof that it's possible. Right? right, and we have really good examples of people who can do some amazing things production-wise. Um, for me personally, for my just my leadership team, I want to be able to provide a blueprint that's you can you can produce and you can lead. It's not one or the other. It's both. It's both. I love and it. That it's possible. I had a good example of that. I won't name any names, but no. you know, some guy I learned from was pretty good at that. <laughs> that's great. So so Jack Welch has a quote. Um, you know. But before you're a leader, success is all about growing yourself. And, and after you become a leader, success is all about growing your team, which is, is definitely something you've been doing. How do, you, how do you balance that with this idea that we're talking about here with like lead from the front? Like, yeah. And, and, and it doesn't, you, you can go meta here, but like, right. how do you, yeah, I mean, how, how do you balance that? And, and you guys made some great points here, how that, that just sets the bar mm. for some of your managers, your yeah. assistant managers to, to see that and like, whoa, that's possible. Yeah. I'm, I'm capable of this too. Well, I guess if you think about it, if you were <clears throat> a leader or a parent or whatever, like if you're a parent and you're thinking, you know, how do I, how do I give my child the best possible chance to be a good person? Right. You know, what do I envision them? What would I, what would be the ideal adult that I could raise, right? What qualities would they have? Um, well, you're thinking the same thing as a leader. Like, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna groom a leader, what do I want that leader to be like? Um, and production would definitely be one of the things Absolutely. that you would want yeah. as a quality or an attribute. So, in a weird way, you, at a certain point, the best thing you can do for someone you're 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 grooming is to show them that side of their responsibility, mm -hmm. um, and that would be the best thing that you could <clears throat> teach them in that yeah. moment. So. Yeah, there's a lot of other things that go into it, but that's that's a critical piece you can't overlook and think I'll teach them the character, I'll I'll teach them the yeah. vision, I'll teach them the skill, but not the action part. Right. Mm -hmm. um, they'll just pick that up through osmosis. That's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's great. Great point. Let me let me ask you. Let's um, let's kind of re rewind the clock. I want to hear, um, <laughs> and and we'll just. Sorry, I'm, I'm just I'm I'm grinning because you're gonna be like you obviously know the question or the answer to this question, um, but I'm gonna ask it as if I don't. Just all right. there's a lot this is for you guys. This is this is this is all for you. Um, so who was who was your manager come coming up? Uh, well, it's kind of interesting because in the beginning, I honestly didn't really have a manager. That's the reality. Mm -hmm. In the very very beginning, we just did not have the structure that we yeah. have yeah. here. Um, Eric Corbridge oh, was, hey, was oh, hey. at one point, 
Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Checks in the mail, Eric. Right. Um, you know, he, he was really the, uh, the, the first leader that took an interest in me and, and took ownership over the idea of being my leader. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Mm -hmm. yeah. There was other people that were in leadership roles prior, mm -hmm. sure. but they didn't lead me in any form or fashion. Mm -hmm. Eric was the first one that took an interest in me and then actually, you know, took steps to improve my career. You know, when somebody invests in you like that, you know, you have this, like, inner like responsibility to try totally. and like you know prove that they made a good investment at right. least that's how mm -hmm. i felt about sure. it um, there was a lot of times where i thought about throwing in the towel at different points mm -hmm. uh you know as a rep as an assistant manager all that but i had a good example of what success looks like and that it's possible and you know eric didn't do anything different than anyone else is doing except he just worked harder than everybody else. Yeah, totally. So if the only variable is just the work, then I, I can do that, right? Right. Yeah. So no, that that's yeah. great, and that's I mean that's a point I've I've made before as well. Like, and it, you know I think a lot of people get kind of uh, you know imposter syndrome as they call it, where where they're like, man, I'm just I, I don't know if I'm equipped for this sure. this job, this role, this whatever the heck it is. Mm. <clears throat> My default has always been like. Let me just outwork everybody. Like, yeah. and, and, and the funny thing is it's never really failed me. Like it's, yeah. it's always seemed to work, you know? Yeah. Law of the harvest, baby. That's right. That's, right. <laughs> That's it. Reap what we there sow. Go. There yeah. you go. Well, and, and, and to your point with Eric, you know, Eric is, uh, I mean, just, man, he was so, so consistent when he was running this, this very office that yeah. we're sitting in, you know, putting up two deals a week, every yeah. single week. Like what, it, what did that like? What, what trickle effect did that have on you? Yeah, it, it's funny you ask that because I was just thinking about that today because I remember it just as an assistant manager, here, here Eric was, he's doing all this stuff. He, he was doing all these extra trainings mm -hmm. that, you know, Thursday night trainings mm -hmm. and he's doing And he was running orientation. Orientation, he was doing all the onboarding. He was having meetings with customer service, training customer service how to, you know, to start a whole new department. Mm -hmm. And he would like religiously get two deals a week. And so as an assistant manager, here I have a team, right? And it's me. Yeah. I'm sitting there like, what excuse do I have not right. to get two deals? Like, if mm. this guy can do it, if he can find the time, then then I have a better opportunity than he does yeah. to get two in a week. So that's that's great accountability. And yeah. and and the thing is too, like, and and for anybody listening um, in a leadership role, um, I'm sure he didn't even have to talk about it, right? Like like you just no. you, you you saw it, and you know the the proof was in the pudding, like. Yeah. And yeah, it's true. It, it's hard to miss something like yeah. that. It's hard to miss when somebody's like just working their their butt off, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing is Eric never once had to say, like, look at my production right. or hey, I got this oh, many last week. <laughs> never. That's what the podcast never. is for. I mean, there, right. there would literally there would literally be, you know, five weeks in a row, top earner Eric Corbridge, right. you know, and he would be about as humble as you could possibly be about that. Mm -hmm. So you're right. It's unspoken at that point. That's that facet of leadership that's so fascinating is if you lead properly from the front, you don't really need words. I we get, I know I, I did in the past, I get caught up in well, what's the right thing to say, say or yeah, how, do mm -hmm. I, how do I help this person, what mm -hmm. kind of a conversation. Sometimes it's the opposite. It's like, yeah, you know, show. Yeah, sure. this, this have well, a nonverbal communication. Yeah, and, and I think that's, that's like, you know, we, this is a concept we, we preach, right, is like, you know, don't, 
don't follow the path of least resistance, like do the thing that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and the people that look for that, that like, and, and it's funny cause you can almost trick yourself. You'd be like, well, I'm going to spend the time to read this book on leadership. And, and instead of actually spending the time to like go out and throw down right. and show people with your actions, you know, you're like, well, let me actually do the easy thing, but I'm going to mm -hmm. convince myself that like I'm putting in the work cause totally. man, I'm putting in time on a saturday or a yeah, sunday i'm trying to, to improve my skills right. as yeah. a leader yeah. but you know you might be taking in knowledge but you're not applying any mm -hmm. of it right and that's yeah. production that's the part where you got to go out and actually apply it and put right. it into practice well that's, and that's where the you hardest get, part yeah you yeah. get that compound effect when you when you have the action and you add the you know what whatever it is whatever you know the the skill yeah the skill the mm -hmm. the character the yeah. vision whatever that you're able to pick up you know whether it's from the leadership trainings whether it's from the books whether it's from you know pis with with eric or yeah. whatever the heck yeah. right yeah that, that's well, good stuff let's keep this uh let's keep this conversation going what else did, <laughs> did, did you enjoy yeah, about tell, well, eric's leadership see, like eric's, what what kind of qualities something i definitely really, wanted to eventually you gave in to it right I did, you yeah. started to go short much and then like my like, resistance to knocking um, doors eventually <laughs> Eventually I just gave in. in. I do the same thing with the hair. Yeah. Pick it. There we go. But I get I get an extra door or two <laughs> in because of my aerodynamics on the door. You <laughs> yeah. know, it's all about the speed. So well, it's peak good efficiency. To, no peak efficiency. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I love it. Um, well, it's good. It's uh, yeah, it's great to. Thanks for taking the time to mm -hmm. to come out and uh, spend this time with us and share some some important insight into yeah the mind of somebody who's uh, you know created something, um, built a, you know, an office and, and ran with it and developed leaders. I mean, there's a, there's a lot and, and, and still been able to, to push it hard, knock out there, knocking hard, you know, producing leads, producing business for, for the company and organization. And again, it's that leadership. It's that, it's that lead from the front type of mentality. Um, but yeah, so good to, good to have you. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah. McNeil. It's yeah. fun to have a guest on our, on our show today. What's your, what's your plan for the rest of the day? I got to go get some heist points. That's, that's heist that's points? Love it. <laughs> it's, it's already been decided. Got to yeah. go grind. Awesome, man. Well, hey, thanks for coming out. Appreciate it. Yeah. Guys, cool. um, make sure to check us out on v3university.com. Subscribe and like the podcast. Yeah, give us five stars. On Apple Let's do iTunes. this. Comment. Let's get this going. That's yeah. right. Or any other platform you listen to. There we go. Um, follow us on Instagram or the gram. The gram. At v3sales. Uh, leave us a comment, guys, uh, for any anything you want to hear on the show, anything you want to, any guests you want any us other to see. Guests, yeah, um, we're, we're planning Jocko. Just ask for me back. So That's planning cool Jocko too. to come. Yeah, yeah. You, we'll we'll put up a vote, Jocko McNeil. See, see how that shakes out. We already know that one's going to end. Yeah, poor Jocko's going to miss yeah. out. You going to let him down easy? Or? Yeah, of course. Okay. Right. We, we might want to invite him back, but awesome. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. We'll see you All next right. time.